You're listening to Your Woo Woo Best Friend, a no BS approach to wellness, spirituality, manifestation, and all things mystical. Hi, it's Andy. Welcome back to Your Woo Woo Best Friend. How is your summer reset going, my friend? I have spent the last week with over 300 of you working through a mini summer reset, and I personally am feeling pretty amazing. And that's a big celebration because I was really not feeling good health-wise. I've shared a bit about that, but this challenge has also quickly become a favorite of mine because it instantly shifts my mindset out of burnout, exhaustion, misalignment, and stress. I've learned that the only way out of that feeling is through a complete reset of the physical, the mental, the emotional, and the spiritual well-being. This can be a challenging task, but it's much less overwhelming when we do it with friends. And as I shared this reset every morning over the past week for the four-day challenge, I really felt like I was doing this with 300 of my besties. I got so many amazing messages from you guys as you were experiencing transformations along the way. And some of you started on the same day that I did, and some of you are just getting going now. So for me, it's been amazing because I'm hearing from you and I'm completely lit up and then reminded of all the different ways that we can incorporate these small shifts in our life to create big evolution over time. If you missed out and you haven't started yet, you can join the free Summer Reset Challenge now. I know life is busy and a lot of things are probably trying to grab your attention, but I want to give you a chance to join and work at your own pace if you've missed it. So I'm including the details and the show notes. I promise it'll be worth your time. I'll be in your inbox every morning for a five-minute lesson so that you can feel more aligned than ever this summer. In this mini reset, we focus on cleansing and nourishing in the four realms of living. The first is the physical. If you're feeling stuck or cluttered in your physical space, if things are holding you back. In this first lesson, you'll identify and remove those items that don't have the high vibrational frequency that you want to have. Doing this will help you to make room for new, refreshing, beautiful energy to move you forward into feeling good. The second is the mental realm. If you're suffering from the effects of the constant news cycle, who isn't? And pressure to always be on, you are not alone. This realm, we want to live with more intention and we'll start with a mental detox. You'll leave feeling refreshed with a new perspective of what you're putting into that headspace every single day. Next is the emotional realm. This is all about how we feel. Your relationship should make you feel happy, fulfilled, and confident. We're going to take an honest look at our relationships, your role in those relationships, and the intention is to notice your patterns and then make shifts into a higher vibration so you can attract relationships and feelings that serve you. Last is the spiritual realm. We're tying it all together and asking this question, what is my purpose? The intention is to discover our purpose, remove anything that is not allowing you to step onto that higher plane moving towards your purpose so that you can become your highest self. Okay, that's the game plan. Join the challenge in the show notes. Let's get going. Let's have the most magical summer ever. You deserve it. If you're here and you're like, yeah, Andy, I already did the reset and I am feeling good. I am feeling myself. It's been amazing. Text me and tell me how it went for you and what came up for you. I want to chat with you about it. My phone number's in the show notes too. It's also in the bio over on Instagram. Let's talk. I want to know everything that came up for you and what you're doing as you move through the other side of the reset. Also, FYI, if you want to join me in the six-week mastermind experience, 
That is for you if you have finished the reset and you're like, hey, I'd like some accountability. I'd like some new friends. I'd like some high vibe people to continue to hold this energy with. We'll be hanging out once a week for six weeks digitally, and you can sign up now. Okay, I have an interview today. I'm so thrilled to have this lady on this show. Before we get into it, I want to ask you with so much gratitude, if you can take a moment and leave us a review as soon as this show episode is complete. We are working to continue to grow this show. If you've not taken a moment to do that yet, it takes just a second. On Apple Podcasts, you literally just scroll down and can leave a review. Leave me five stars if you think that that's what this show and the work that we're doing here deserves. And also let me know what episode have you loved the best so far, which guests have been your favorite, which solo episodes are doing it for you, and what do you want to hear? We want to make this show so special for you every single week. We're so committed to bringing you really incredible people, stories, inspiration, information, and new ways of showing up for yourself in your wellness lifestyle, in your spiritual practice, and so much more. Now, I have a guest who has been on my list to bring onto the show since we started. I'm so happy to have her. You all know her as Chakra Girl. Amber Lee Lyons is the host of the podcast Chakra Girl Radio, where she interviews top experts and spiritual celebrities alike to share insights, rituals, and energy hacks that have led to their ascension. Her audience walks away from each episode with tangible practices to implement into their own daily routines. She's also launched her own app. It's called the Rituals app, and it's a video library of on-demand rituals, bridging you to higher consciousness, one activated chakra at a time, and drawing parallels between spirituality, luxury, abundance, soul purpose, and multidimensionality in a digestible way. She is just the coolest, so chic. I absolutely adore her, her personality, her energy. She is like the bestie I didn't know that I needed. Welcome to the show, Chakra Girl, Amberly Lyons. Hi, Amberly. Welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. I am so looking forward to this conversation too. You've got so much beautiful stuff going on. You always do, but I'm yeah. so excited to talk about it. Yeah, we got to get the vibes high. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So, okay, I want to ask you first, actually, when our show started in 2020, we started every episode asking sun, moon, and rising sign. In 2022, we haven't been doing it because we've been kind of like jumping straight into the juice, but I feel like I need to know this about you. That's so funny because we ask that every episode. You do. We do. Yeah. So my sun is Aquarius. My rising is Leo and my moon is Sagittarius. Mm, so good. Such mm -hmm. a juicy combination. Yes. Yeah, so we've got that fire. We've got that air and we've got that like Leo show off energy and yeah. that Aquarius like alien energy. So it's, it's a funny combo, but it works. It's, yeah. It's so good. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a Leo sun. So I kind of oh. felt like we probably had Leo in common somewhere in our business. Yeah, you look like a Leo. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I've got like the, got the lion mane hair. For yes. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I felt like for sure you had Aquarius in your chart somewhere. I, yeah. I should have just guessed. I should have just yeah. been like, hey, next let's time. <laughs> yeah, next, next time, for sure. For sure. Okay, so I want to talk about all the great things that you're up to. Before we get into the Rituals app, which is so beautiful, by the way. And of course, your amazing show. Tell me a little bit about your story and what your life was like before Chakra Girl. Oh, she was a hot mess, that one. So <laughs> that's how I, I always say like people that are spiritual, it's not because they are like, 
perfect and calm all the time. It's because they needed to find that work themselves. Oh, so yeah. yeah, it was like, I love how, um, oh, Lara Raybon, I had her on the podcast and we were talking about our past and she was like, yeah, it was all drug, sex and rock and roll. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty much the past for me. Yeah, um, same. but it was, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, in my like early to mid twenties, I started yoga. I always say yoga is the gateway drug mm-hmm. and it just like opened my eyes. And then from there I started doing meditation. I remember I went to like the first meditation class that I ever went to. And I had this like crazy lump in my throat. And then I, I kind of like noticed like, Hey, I've always had this crazy lump in my throat. Why am I just noticing it now? And my friends would always be like, why are you always clearing your throat? I literally was, I was like, And I, so I like asked the teacher about that and she was like, oh, you know, you probably have a throat chakra issue. And I was like, okay. And I didn't really know what that meant, but I went home and I did a deep dive and I became obsessed with learning about it. And I bought some crystals and I started doing some meditations and I, uh, within two weeks, like completely cleared that block. And I was like, wow, wow. this stuff works. Um, I wanted to like, then I'm like, what else can I fix? What other chakras do I need to work on? And I just went on this journey. And it's funny because I always say like, that's when my spiritual journey started, but it really started as a child and, you know, really having these like intuitive conversations with myself in like in childhood. And then of course we like block it out and we want to fit in and we want to be cool. So rather than liking sailor moon and all those things and all like reading astrology books and reading about witches, I just did what all the other kids were doing. Um, and so, yeah, then once the twenties hit, it kind of like came back and I just started learning about all of, all of the things and I'll just like open up my eyes in such a crazy way. And another thing that happens when you unblock your throat chakra is that that's where your potential lives and your true like purpose. So I was like, okay, I need to share this with the world in some way. So I initially started, um, a jewelry business that was like crystals and gemstones. And it was like to solve modern girl problems. So we had like a shopaholic bracelet and a hangover bracelet and things like that. And then every piece came with a meditation. And so it's kind of funny that now I've done this like full circle where I've like gone yeah. back to the recorded rituals and meditations, but that's kind of where it started out. And then from there, it was like, I had so many people, like no one cared that much about the jewelry, but they were contacting me being like, how do I unblock my chakras to launch a business? So of course I went like what every girl online girl does at some point started doing business coaching, (laughs) but like with a spiritual twist. And then I was like, okay, got to get back to foundation. And now we're back to the rituals. Oh, that's so good. So good. Yeah. It's so true, right? That if, if we if all of us as children just follow the intuition that we had when we were like little tiny people and like called out into nature in the forest, which so many of us were like, you know, just playing in the woods and doing all those things. And we just stayed on that path. We wouldn't have had the struggles and the trauma and the the things that we inevitably go through to then get back to that. And I was chatting with, um, this lovely soul named Somi Om, and I was talking to her about this yesterday and we were realizing, like, I think the reason that that happened is because we needed to become relatable so that we can spread this information and people aren't going to be like, Oh, she's just a weird alien. So it's like, we had to like do the human stuff and do a little bit of learning and healing to kind of understand what everyone else has been through. So we can have that compassion and that understanding. And then now we can like help inspire people that are those few steps behind us. Oh, it's so true. Yeah. Cause if that's such, that's such a good way of putting it. If we just were like, hi, I'm this alien that's here to help you and guide you through your path. Yeah. People would be like, um, get the fuck back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so, so true. I was talking to, I was having a, a water divination ceremony earlier this week, which was so, so good. And the practitioner, his name is uh Shay Yoon. And he said, he said, you knew when you were a child that you were a satellite from an ancient realm. And it's like, you just woke back up to that in yes. like the last five years. But if you had asked little you, you completely knew that that's you what you were here for. Exactly. Like I remember 
like just uh, laying on the ground in my room. Like I was sent to my room. I was in trouble for something. I remember laying on the ground and just like staring at the ceiling being like, but like, this doesn't matter because I'm not me. Like I'm not Amber Lee. Like I am so much bigger than that. Like, this is not like, this is just a weird little earth problem. And I didn't really know what it meant, but I, I had like this, like out of body experience where I had all this clarity of like who I really was. And then I was like, well, that's weird. Better not talk about that with anyone and then just never thought about it again. Yeah. Oh, so good. And now, now you're here and it's yeah. like, Oh, I, I'm like, I'm like yeah. realized and we're doing the things. And now we're free to be those little freaks that we always were and <laughs> okay. we can talk about it and it's cool now. <laughs> yeah. Now people are like super into it. It's, exactly. It's, it's all good. So, okay. So let's talk about what it's like to be a spiritual entrepreneur. How do you balance that like yang side, that masculine side of structure and strategy and all of the things that you need to have to have a really wildly successful business. Like you've continued to do as you've pivoted in in multiple different directions over the course of your career as a solopreneur and a spiritual entrepreneur. How do you balance that yang with the creativity, the flow, the intuition, that spiritual soul depth side that is so important to have a business that you feel truly aligned to. And it's so funny that you, if you would have asked me this like a year and a half ago, it would have been a completely different answer. I feel like we go through seasons where the different energy has a dominance. So like I lived my life as like a masculine dominant for years. And when I set up the structure of my business and was like, you know, really, really going for it, like, you know, seeing all the success, I was in that male dominance and you know, the creativity came naturally to me. I am naturally, you know, a female dominant being. Um, so that creativity would come through, but it was always the strategy was always first place in my eyes at that time. Um, and I did see a lot of success, but of course in miracle says that there's a difference between creating and making. So I was making success, but I wasn't creating success. And when we make out of our natural, out of our natural alignments, it falls apart. It like crumbles to the ground. I'm lucky that I preemptively crumbled it to the ground and didn't like, it didn't happen in like a big, bad way, but I'm in a place right now where I decided to decided to like retire from all of like the big masculine money making things I was doing because I was getting burned out. And so now I'm in the space of just creating and, you know, I've been making these rich and these videos and making it pretty and making it nice and, um, being in this, this really like birthing this new baby, which is the rituals by Shaka girl app. And that has been the true creating the co-creation with earth, but with, sorry, with the co-creation with God. Um, and that kind of like that natural, um, that natural creation can finally happen. And I feel like, now I'm going back into, okay, I need to bring some of this masculine back in. And it's, I actually had a meeting with my husband today. I was like, I need you to help me like strategize a little bit. It's almost like I forgot how to do that. Um, but I think that says a lot about what's happening collectively as well, because the masculine, like the, 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 divisive and, um, you know, negative side of, of masculine energy, uh, that is starting to crumble and the divine feminine is rising, but the divine masculine is also rising. So it's almost like I'm relearning the masculine through a state of more unity and creation rather than a state of, uh, fearful, fear-based like strategy, need to do this, need to make this happen, like more of like a natural way. Mm, Yeah. So good. Yeah. Because strategy certainly doesn't have to feel like it's living in the patriarch. It's, you know, we can have like a feminine flow in our strategy sessions. One of my favorite meetings I actually had this morning, that I have all month long is with my director of marketing. And we have a really amazing woman that does um, some content creation and email development work for us. She's got a marketing agency called 11th House. She's so super cool. Her name's mm-hmm. Adair for anyone who's like, I need I need that sort mm-hmm. of marketing person in my life. But we have this meeting and we just, we have a structure to it, but it, there's so much just really beautiful, like intuitive flow in that meeting. 
And our intention is to talk about like how we're making sales and like what our email flows are going to be and like what our sales structure and goals are. So we're doing all of that, but in a really different way than it was done even a couple of years ago. Totally. And I think so many people are seeing that and it's like a relearning and like a remembering of like our innate um, unity. So, you know, we had this like extreme polarity and now everything's kind of like merging together. And yeah, I think it's, it's, people are seeing it in different ways in their lives. Like a lot of people are finally finding a partner when they were like single for a long time because they were like in their masculine doing everything for themselves. And now they're like allowing themselves to be, you know, that, that feminine partner, you know, so I just, I'm seeing it in so many ways where people are really creating that union within themselves. Mm, Yeah, definitely. So what was that moment like for you when you made that decision that this is, a massive shift I need to make in my life. And I'm literally stepping away from and retiring from this work that I've been doing for years to make this shift into this new creative birthing practice and process of launching the rituals app. Yeah. So, I mean, it was a long time coming. Um, I, I always say there's like multiple layers. There's like a third dimension, third dimensional reasons why I retired fourth dimensional reasons, fifth dimensional. Like I would say the third dimensional was that I was burned out. Like, you know, my human body was tired. I was like, just annoyed of like just the human things, like dealing with my clients problems and like payment issues. And so I was like, I'm just sick of people. I don't want to talk to anyone anymore. Yeah, sure. um, and then in the fourth dimension, there was an awakening. Like there was like, like an awakening to everything going on in the world. And for me, there was an awakening within too, where I really had to go back to my foundational practices. And I've always said that we should be sharing with the world what changed our life the most. And for a long time, what changed my life the most was finally, you know, going in and serving my purpose. And so having a business, so that's what I was teaching. And then as I continued to evolve and grow, I realized that that success um, not that it was from a, uh, a not aligned place, but it was se- still secondary to the spiritual work, the spiritual work and the foundational rituals and inner work that I did. They created everything for me in my life, including the business. So I was like, I, it was like this return I get like this homecoming back to what mm-hmm. actually really mattered. And that was really that kind of like fifth dimensional, um, birthing of what was really meant to be. Mm, so good. that was scary. Like to your point, like, yeah, like, yeah, I was like, did really well for like a long time. Then it was like, um, okay, I'm going to quit cold Turkey. And like, I was like, okay, I was always just like, okay, one more launch. Okay. Just maybe one more lunch. Okay. Maybe one more launch. And then I was like, no more lunches, no more. It's done. We're done. And that was it. Yeah. And it's especially the, the bigger and bigger it gets. And you see how, incredibly powerful a launch and a program can be on multiple levels. One, how it's impacting people and what what you're doing for people. Also, the money that you're able to make, uh-huh. the freedom you're creating in your life. It's like, why would I give this up? But it's the same thing when someone's like trying to leave the corporate job, right? It's like... Uh-huh. They're like, okay, it's just like one more project, one more thing with the corporate job. And then yes. it's like okay, now I really actually have to take the leap and what's going to be on the other side? Who knows? Exactly. And like, it's like, this is a a numerology I'm in a year for, which is a foundational year. So you're Mm -hmm. meant to be like laying down structures and maybe it's not going to be the most fruitful year. I've definitely had some surprise, surprising like money coming. I'm like, Oh, thank God. Um, but like the, the purpose of this year for me is to set myself up for like consistent, steady, long-term growth. Whereas in the kind of like launching world, it was really volatile. Um, I don't want to say feast or famine because there was never like I, there was always money, but it was like, sometimes it was like, it's not even with the money. It's like the energy too. Right. So it's like your output, 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 and then all this stuff comes in. And then you just kind of like flatline, you're like tired. And then you're waiting for the next one. And I know there's funnels and there's ways that, you know, we had all that stuff set up too, of course, but it was still, um, for me. And I'm not saying this, this is everyone. Like if, if you, if that feels right for you. Like with my human design, I'm meant to lead from afar. 
So I meant to inspire people from afar. My energy is very like, I should need to protect it because I'm someone that holds a lot of responsibility. Um, and I put myself a lot of pressure on myself. So I'm best leading from afar. So it just was not aligned for me to continue to work with people in this close capacity. Um, so, so yeah, it was like almost this really like volatile energy where I would just get into these like deep states of exhaustion. And I was like, this isn't like, it's like, yeah, it's fun when you're up here, but when you're down here, it's like, is it worth it? Totally. And it's, it doesn't matter how many launches you've done in a business. It's still, it's still an energy. It's still an energy. energy yeah, exactly. it is doing sales, like, you know, talking to people. I love sales. It doesn't even feel like sales to me, but you're talking to a lot of people. You're fielding a lot of questions and it's like, you're giving a lot. Um, and to me that like, like I said, like, I feel so much better just like living my life and sharing my experiences and my rituals and things that work for me and like what I'm doing day to day and inspiring people in that way. And I feel like that's the value that I have to give to the world. Yeah. So good. Okay. So let's talk about some rituals. What are some of the rituals in your life that are non-negotiables for you? Mm, So, oh my gosh. So it's, it's kind of different all the time. Like I go through seasons, I would say right now, well, no. Okay. So this is something that I should always be doing. And, but I'm like super diligent on it right now is energy protection and clearing. So every single day I'm doing some kind of like sovereignty invocation and like calling back my soul from other dimensions. And, um, and it's almost like one part energy protection, one part energy clearing and one part, uh, like prayer essentially, and kind of like gratitude and, and even like some visualization. So that's what I'm like really big on right now. And, you know, the invocations actually do the best on my app too, which is wild. Cause I never talked about them before. I'm actually like surprisingly quite a private person. Um, so I wasn't really talking about this more kind of like God centered approach to my rituals. And, but once I started like, kind of just like showing it a little bit and talking a little bit, it was like, like wildfire people were really drawn to it. I was like, okay, so I like this. Um, so yeah, that's kind of, I would say like the, the most important thing right now is just like connecting to, um, that God within with these like powerful invocations and doing any clearing work that I need to do. How does somebody know if, their soul needs to be called back in. You're obviously so tuned in and aware of where your body is and what's going on with your soul and your spirit. But if someone's like, okay, this is really new to me and really helped me, do I, how do I know when it's time to call my soul back in or what's going on with me that would lead me into even starting to do an invocation like that? Yeah. So, I mean, whenever there is a different timeline happening. So like we're living in like parallel universes, there's like multiple timelines happening. So whenever there is a new, uh, like a new timeline or like a convergence of timelines, there is a piece of us that gets kind of stuck in space and time. So everyone has fragments of their soul kind of all around. Um, and we can call those back. And when we call them back, we come to our full power. Um, and also, um, another thing that I've really been doing with that is like when, when we think of dreaming. So like when we sleep, our, we literally, our consciousness is in a different realm because we're dreaming. So our, our consciousness is in like the dream realm. So when I wake up in the morning, I, I make sure I bring all my consciousness down and I'll do the work I need to kind of like analyze my dreams before I do that. So I don't forget them. Like right when I wake up, I'm like, okay, what was happening there? What am I meant to learn? Sometimes I'll like write it out and then I'll be like, okay, now you need to come back now. Like now you need to like come into your body. Um, so I'll literally just say like, you know, I call upon any fragments of my soul that are in other, you know, times, time, spaces, dimensions, um, realms to be returned back to me right now and first cleansed and then returned to me to return myself back to full power. Mm, so good. So beautiful. And such a, such a simple, mm-hmm. yeah, really powerful way to start the day. Yes. And then we can also say, well, that's another thing too, is like our energy, we can have cords that are attached to other people. 
So if we had some kind of interaction or even something that you don't even really think of, like someone giving you a dirty look on the street, like you can still have some kind of like energetic cord or attachment that is stuck on that. Um, so it'll just kind of like cleanse and clear that and, and cut it off and bring it back to you. Yeah. So good. And then you can start your day empowered, embodied, feeling sovereign, ready to go, grounded, owning it, doing your thing. Yes. Yeah. So good. So good. Okay. So tell me what are some of the most popular rituals on the app? Actually, before we even talk about that, let's go through what the app is exactly. So it's a video library of Mm -hmm. on-demand rituals and it's designed to bridge your consciousness and activate your chakra system, lots of other good things going on around spirituality, abundance, soul purpose, and it's all really digestible. So tell us exactly how the app works. And then let's talk about some of the most popular rituals on the app. So the app is categorized in a way that it's really easy to search. Like I find that on most apps, I get super overwhelmed. And when I want to do a ritual, I'm doing it with a certain intention. So we can search the app based on, you know, what we want to manifest, how we want to feel, um, different like types of rituals. Like, do you want to do energy work? Do you want to do a clearing? Do you want to do tapping? Do you want to do a chakra meditation? You can search by chakra, like whatever chakra you're working on. So it's very searchable. Um, and then we also, you can search by time. Like if you're like, I only have like three to 10 minutes, like give me a quickie. So that's, it's like, I want to make you your own guru. The rituals are there to guide you and to help you realize like, oh, wow, just by visualizing this thing or going through this ritual, I created these huge shifts in my life. So when you go into the app, you have an intention, you know what you want to accomplish, you go through the ritual, and then you have that in your back pocket. Like you have that tool. Um, You will keep coming back to the app because there's so many different things on there. Um, And, you know, it's nice to be guided and not have to think, but these are things like a lot of the rituals are things for you to bring into your day, like different breathing techniques, um, different um, energy moving techniques, uh, ways to connect our consciousness to higher dimensions, ways to connect our chakras to each other. So there's literally everything in there. And like I said, the intention is to make you your own guru, make you your own healer and just, yeah, turn you into an energy healer. Mm, So good. Okay. So then what are some of the most popular ones? Yes. Rituals specifically that people are using and loving that are helping them to find their own inner guru-ness? Yes. So so everyone is loving the invocations. So they're like the five minute invocations and prayers. Those are definitely amongst the most popular. We also have a light code activation where we're bringing in and integrating higher dimensional light codes. Um, and there's also some kind of, it's, it's almost like we're upgrading our DNA and like, and creating like a higher vibration within our body with like galactic cosmic consciousness. Uh, so people are loving that one. And then everyone loves the abundance ones. Like, of course I knew that was going to happen. So we have a Lakshmi meditation. So we teach you about the ancient, uh, the ancient Indian goddess Lakshmi, and give you her mantra and teach you how to do like divination practices with her. So people love that. And you can also do like a 40 day devotion to her, which is super powerful. I've done it many times where you just do like the same mantra 108 times every day for 40 days. So good. And like, damn, like the money wins are insane. Um, and then we also have like the root chakra abundance one. We have a lot for finding your purpose. And a lot of people love those. Um, we have a bad bitch tapping that people love to get into your like bad bitch energy. So there's like such a variety and we're dropping new rituals every week. But yeah, those are some of the top that people oh, love. So much good stuff. Like, yes. I feel like we all want all of those yes. in our life. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like, we have time traveling, you know, Akashic records, like all the, all the kind of like advanced stuff too. So if you're like someone who's been doing this for a long time and you're like, Hey, I want to like learn something new. There's a lot there for you as well. And if you're someone that's like brand new and you're like, I don't know about time traveling quite yet, then you can start with, you know, like chakra balancing. So good. If someone's like, yeah, I'm into time traveling. Tell us what that even looks like. So someone's yeah. practicing a time traveling ritual or they're they're learning about this process on the app, then what happens? 
Yes. So we are te- so like every ritual, we kind of like teach a little bit about it at the beginning. And then there's like, kind of like a meditation slash activation slash almost like a hypnosis that happens with it. Um, some do, some don't, it just depends on what type of ritual it is. Um, this particular one does. So we teach about it. And essentially like what we're teaching at the beginning is the concept of time travel, which is that everything is first created in consciousness. And like I said, we're living in these parallel timelines. So if you've conceptualized it and you've thought about it, then that exists in a realm that is not necessarily this earth realm in a physical standpoint, but it's already created in consciousness. So there's kind of like this triangle of manifestation, basically triangle of physical manifestation, which is consciousness, space, and time. So we're basically traveling through space to grab it from the time with using our consciousness and bringing it, sorry, we're traveling through time, using our consciousness and bringing it into space physical space. So if we can connect those two dots of consciousness and time, then we can bring it into physical space. So we essentially do, um, a a hypnosis, hypnosis, um, where we travel to this specific timeline and we create, and we we're using our consciousness, right? So we create, like we do all the protection that we need to do. We create the line of consciousness. We bring it to this place in time. We experience it with all our senses. What does it look like? What does it feel like? What does it smell like? How does it feel in your body? And we create your physical vibration and reaction to it. So now your body knows what it feels like, looks like, smells like to have this thing. And so you've already created that now. Now it's already in the physical realm. Your body's ready for it. And then we wrap our consciousness around it and we, we bring it down. And when we bring it down, we like activate it within us so that we're ready to, to receive it. Um, and and we are, you know, just telling the, the universe, like we're ready now, this is activated now, this can land now we're open to the guidance on what we need to do to make this happen. And then, you know, they'll often have like a little, or we'll prompt you to be like, okay, go journal. Like what guidance did you get? What are the steps you need to take to make this happen? Mm, yeah. So good. So talking about ma- manifestations and using this process, what are some of the juiciest things that you've manifested using this process in this current lifetime? Current lifetime. I mean, I feel like I've met everything that I have, I've manifested. I would say like one of the most wild ones where it was like so tangible and so physical. I was doing this, um, Kundalini training and I was on the last day of it and I had done the training before. And every time I had done it, I had had these like wild, you know, manifestations where I really healed something or it was like, you know, I, you know, really got closer to my husband or deeper connection, or I healed a a sister wound or whatever. And every time there was like this big kind of healing. And then I did that. I did it again. I was, it was like the last day. And I was like, weird, nothing's really happened. Like, this is so weird. And like, I'd set these intentions and I, um, had this like specific, um, Oh, I'll just tell you guys. It was when I was signed to Dear Media with my podcast. So I was like, I I was like wanting to be signed by them so badly. And I was like, oh my God, like I, I was, it was like my intention. And then I was like laying there in my meditation, my last day of this 40 day ritual. And I was like, you know, what? I'm just going to visualize that this email is there and I'm going to like feel it in my body. And like, when I check my email, there's going to be an email inviting me to this network. <laughs> and like, oh, it was yeah. like so high in the sky <laughs> and literally went, check my email. It was there. So good. So crazy. <laughs> Such it's so, it's so major when it happens like that, because it's like, so often the things kind of like work their way in and it's like, Oh, now it's here. And then there's sometimes when it's like that, where it's like, I got this, I I'm like going out, I'm getting it like in that time space consciousness triangle, we're like going for it. We're bringing it in. And like, it's very in real world time. We're like, I'm going to go check the email. And exactly. there, and then it is. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so good, so good. Congratulations on doing that for yourself and all the other amazing things. That's yeah. so good. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the podcast. It's obviously been you. You. You are such a pro. It's like a show that's had such great success. You've had amazing guests. You've done such great work with the show. 
So tell me about the conception of the show and kind of the timeline of launching the show and, and what it's grown into. Yeah. So I launched in 2017, no, 2018, 2018. Um, so yeah, that's crazy. So I, launched because I, well, I first had a podcast with one of my friends and it was just, you know, hard to like get to the scheduling and everything. I was like, but I loved it so much. And I was like, I really feel like I meant to do this. I actually had like a, I had like a reading and they were like a big part of your career success is going to be using your voice. And I was like, well, I'm not a good singer. So I don't know what you mean by that. Um, and I'm not, I don't like public speaking. So I was like, okay, so this must be it. So yeah, I, I, I started with the intention of like wanting to share the rituals that successful people have used that have gotten them to where they are. And I also wanted to be, to make it very transparent that even the people that we look up to as like the most spiritual have shitty days too. And like, I feel like in like the spiritual world, even now, like, I feel like so many people are trying to make it look like their life is so perfect. And I just kind of can't with that. Like, I feel like it's like cruel <laughs> to like, you know, to, to people who are like really doing the work and really going through it. So yeah that was a big part of it as well. So, so yeah, we launched and we, I've gone like up and like I said, we, we signed with the network and then we realized that being with the network wasn't a fit for us. And then we, uh, and then I kind of like was kind of burnt when I was burning out, I was like, I don't know if I want to do the podcast anymore. And so I actually hired like co-hosts and had like other people hosting it for me. And like, they were great and it was fine, but the ratings weren't as good. And so I was, and then when I let go of all the other things that I was doing that I didn't want to do, I realized, no, this is actually something I did want to do that I just yeah. didn't have energy for because I was doing the other stuff. So now I've been back at it like like really given it for the last like six months. I don't even want to say really given it because I've done nothing. Like the guests reach out to me. I don't like, I, I just do the interview and have amazing conversations and that's about it. Like, I definitely want to get more intentional with like my reach out. There's certain people sure. I'd love to have on that I need to reach out to, but like the numbers have just like skyrocketed higher than they ever were even before when I was with the network. So yeah. It's like, again, it's like, I get to meet so many people. I've learned so much. I've made like great connections, not only just for like networking, but for like life, like friends and like people yeah. that I like enjoy, like being in their space and like connecting with online. And I made friends like real life friends that I like still talk to today. And like, whenever I travel to their city, we see each other. So it's been really, I mean, it's like my favorite thing. I love it. Yeah. Gosh, I co-sign on that so hard. Yeah. So it's so true. I was having, I've, okay. So this week for me, I'm doing like a, a lot of batch recording this week. So I've had yeah. this, I, this is like my sixth episode I've That's recorded. Yeah. In one week's time. That's, and it's like, it's Thursday when we're sitting here and recording. And even still, I was having a conversation this morning and I was saying, as much as that is, I feel like I just had like, six really amazing coffee dates with like yeah. the most brilliant people that I am so thrilled to talk to. It like fills you up with energy. Like there's some people I've maybe had like two or three energies or three interviews where it drained my energy. And I was like, Oh, I'm not airing that one. Um, but other than that, like out of the 200 and however many episodes we've had, um, we've, it's just, yeah, I've just like, loved everyone. And I was like yesterday, funnily enough, I just, I was kind of, I just had so much to do and I was running around and I was like, Oh, I have two interviews today. It's too much. I'm never going to book two in a day. Like, what was I thinking? Like, and I was just in like, just like being a spaz. And then I had the first one. I was like, that was fun. And then I was like, Oh, but I'm like, I don't know. Do I want it? Like, do I have the energy to do the second one? And then the second one. And I was like, that was awesome. Like, you know, it's like, you, it's always the ones that you're like, Oh, I don't know. Like, should I do that? I don't know. I don't want to do this today. And then it's like so good. And it just makes you feel so good after. Yeah. Well, we've also both obviously chosen to 
create podcasts that we get to talk to people that are just so full of like lighting you up energy. Exactly. How long have you had your podcast? Since 2020 is when I started it. Okay. When we were just home all the time and mostly because I had, so, okay. So it had been on my mind to do it since 2018. My fiance is a musician. He produces the show. 2020 was the first time that he was actually home long enough to actually help me. (laughs) And so I was like, you're here, dude. You've got to, we got to, we got to get this, we got to get it rolling. And so, because before that he had been on tour, like all the time. And so as we were like working on the plan, at the beginning, it was really, and it still is very collaborative. And oftentimes when I'm like our show, when I say we, it's because he is working so much with me behind the scenes on creating the show and really like building out everything and making the music and obviously editing and all of that. But in 2018, we were in this like deeply collaborative conversation about doing it. And then we were like, okay, he's going to be on the road. So then I was trying to find a space where I could go and like have someone record with me. And then he was going to then maybe help with the edit. edit. It was all crazy. And then finally it was like, oh, wait, you're home. We're doing it. Here we go. Yeah. Let's get it done. Amazing. I know. I just like make it like so easy. Like I'm like, when I say we, I mean me and all my other personalities. Cause it's literally just me. <laughs> I have a, a, a girl who edits, who's amazing. Love you, Lindsay. Um, and she edits and like does the, uh, like graphics and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. like, I've always made the podcast as easy as freaking possible. And that's why I think I've been able to make it happen for so long. Yeah. And then it's really easy to keep it rolling and not feel like, yeah, trying to do it with a friend or trying to do it in that way where it's too collaborative can be really hard because exactly when it's just you, it's like, all right, here we go. Let's get it. Let's get it. Yeah. It was even hard. It was almost like more stressful having these co-hosts and having to like coordinate and do all that stuff than actually just like sitting down and doing the interviews. And what's great if I am really busy one week and I look at my schedule and there's an interview that I'm like meh about, I'll cancel it or I'll reschedule it for way down the road where I don't have that many books. So it's like, I'm, I'm getting way better at managing my energy around it. So I don't go into that place of like looking at it as a chore. Yeah. And you're going to just be so much more, you're going to be more empowered, but you're also going to be then more impactful because you're going to bring it. Yeah. You're going to bring the radiance. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Okay. (laughs) Tell me about a couple of your favorite podcast conversations that you've had. Okay. I loved my episode with Shaman Durek. That was Um, so good. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I learned so much and there's so many things that I literally repeat. So like on other people's podcasts, I'm always like on my episode with Shaman Durek, he said, blah, blah, blah. And, um, there were just so many good takeaways from that one that like really I implemented into my life and loved. Um, the episode I recorded yesterday, you guys, her name is Somi Om. It won't be out for a couple weeks, but she gave us like the DL on like global ascension. Um, you know, what the, what like our consciousness ascension is going to look like the solar flash, like everything happening in the world and why it's happening. And like, it was so good. And it was all stuff that intuitively I I'd known and thought and talked about a lot, but she did such a good job at wrapping it up and putting a bow on it in a way that Mm -hmm. is really understandable for everyone listening. So I'm excited for that one to air. Um, and then I love like the older ladies, like, I don't know what it, I feel like I'm like an old lady and like a young, young, sexy woman's body. Um, but, (laughs) but I love, um, Kimberly Meredith. She is, her book is called waking up in the fifth dimension. Um, she is amazing. And then Cynthia, uh, sorry, Cindy Dale, she's like the OG chakra queen. And we talked about like advanced, like energy work and like quantum physics. And it was like, it kind of hurt my brain, but it was so interesting. Mm, Okay. So everybody make a note of all of those episodes, go get them on your playlist right now. Yes. So, so good. Okay. All right. One more question for you before we wrap up this coffee date slash podcast recording (laughs) sort of experience. Um, What's a mantra that you're living by right now? Ooh, I'm so light that the darkness can't fuck with me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you are. 
that's what it is. And I'm so it, light that the darkness can't fuck with me. Yeah. So good. It's so good. I love it. <laughs> so much fun. Okay. So tell everybody where they can go to get the app and then where they can go to find the podcast too. Yes. So best place to get the app. If you go to shockergirlco.com, you can get it there. Um, and you can like subscribe to our like web portal and you can actually get a discount if you subscribe from there. So I'll set up a, a code for you guys. So if you use Perfect. code Andy, then you will get a 15% discount off the annual subscription. Um, you can also get a free seven day trial. Um, you can also, if it's like easier, if you're on your phone and you don't want to grab your credit card, you can just download the app rituals by chakra girl from the app store and, or Google play. And then you don't, you know, you can just use that to like pay or whatever. But if you sign up from the inter or from like your computer, then you can use that discount. You can't use a discount code on the actual like mobile app, which is annoying, but basically you'll like sign up from the web shockerrollco.com. And then you'll use that same login. If you want to use the app on your phone. Sweet. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And the podcast can be found. Oh, everywhere. Yes. podcast is on all the podcast places. Um, and it's chakra girl radio. Beautiful. It's been such a pleasure getting to hang out with you and have a conversation with you. I just adore all the things you're doing. And I love for you that you're getting to be in this really beautiful space of creative, intuitive flow and just like doing you this yeah. year. I, I, I say I'm living the retired life this year. Absolutely. A <laughs> dream. A total Only dream. creating when I want to. Yes. And yeah. we should all take that time. Yeah. We need it. Definitely. Thank you, my friend. It's been such a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much to Amber Lee for joining me today. Thank you for being here. What a special community we have. I love you and appreciate you. And I'm wishing you a magical rest of this summer. We have Aubrey from the Love Assembly with us next Thursday. We also have Crypto Witch Club coming later this summer. We included Crypto Witch Club as a must follow in our newsletter. And yeah, everybody's like, give me all the info, Crypto Witch Club witches. So can't wait to have Sheeran from the Crypto Witch Club join us and talk all things NFTs, crypto, Web3, etc. If this show resonated with you and you want to share it with a friend who needs to hear it, pass it along to your bestie, post it up on your social, tag us if you do. I love to see your faces and cheer you on, celebrate all the beautiful things happening in life with you. With that, we are complete. So much love. See you next Thursday. Signing off, your woo-woo best friend. <laughs>